Okay. Extreme close up. And here we go. What we are dealing with here is a perfect engine. An eating machine. It's really a miracle of evolution. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What's so funny? I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. First, let's drink. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! I pushed it. Did too. Sounds good. We're on. <laughs> Alrighty. That'll do it. See you tomorrow. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That was truly a beautiful conversation. <laughs> yes. Um, and we were recording the whole time, the whole hour All and a half it. we had that conversation. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Oh, sorry you missed it. <laughs> yep. It's like the old, uh, like that old trick that they, I, I've seen like 50 videos that was based on the joke of like pushing record when it's recording to record and then now it's in standby. Yes. Yep. And then... <laughs> mm. There's at least 500 internet videos that I've seen that that play on that joke, and they're all hilarious. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, welcome back to another episode of Extreme Close Up. I'm Dennis, and today we don't have Brandon, but we have somebody else. Uh, her name is Rebecca Manthe. Hello. I said that correctly. You did great. Say hi. Yeah, I'm 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 pride myself on pronouncing names correctly. Excellent job. Gold star. <laughs> Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. That'll do it. All right, this has been another episode. Uh, I just get gold That's stars, it. That's how it and works. we go home. <laughs> we go home. Um, so today, um, this special guest, uh, Rebecca's on. We're going to talk about a few different things. Um, but first, I uh, I wanted to ask you, um, uh, what what your thoughts are were on today's episode of WandaVision. Um, today being the Friday that, what was it, episode five came mm-hmm. out? Yes. Okay. So just to date it there. Um, but yeah, so uh, thoughts? I was just blown away, honestly. Like the way they're integrating the world of the movies and television is really impressive. Um, and uh, it's really funny, um, I guess, you know, they, they bring in characters and you're excited to see them and uh, they they have I guess more value in some ways because there was this really tense moment and I was like oh that guy's gonna die because we didn't we've never seen him before you know like yeah yeah exactly um they're doing a really good job of world building and um people that it it kind of feels fan servicey but also like it makes total sense like of course that character's gonna be there right now because that's their job like and it's just I feel like they're doing a really good job yeah, and and one thing I thought that um, I knew that I knew that um, what's her name, Cat uh, Dennings character Darcy yes, is that her Darcy name? Lewis, yeah. So I I knew she was coming into it, and that makes a that makes a whole lot of sense mm-hmm. because of um, where she her role in the Thor movies mm-hmm. and and all that stuff. Um, I was not expecting um, Randall Park's character. Is his name Jimmy Woo? Is that his name? Yes, it is. So uh, he was a nice addition. I I like his character. I do too. 
and they even do like a callback to Ant-Man and the Wasp. He does. Some, I never noticed it, but the, the, the yeah, the the magic the trick. Magic. It's yeah. Such, it's so yeah. Good. So he went. He went and learned it. He did. <laughs> um, there were there were a couple but, of moments like that one. Um, I was like, there you go, buddy. And then um, <laughs> when Darcy comes on and she's like, um, that's Doctor Lewis. I'm like, yes, girl. Like, yes. <laughs> she's a she's doctor. a doctor now. That's so great. Yeah, um, I like the the integration of Monica Rambo. Same. And um, I, I thought that was really cool. Like especially the way they like bring those moments of the blip yes. into uh, Marvel. I, I thought I think their integration of that is going to be key for like the next I don't Agreed. know like fifteen movies. And what I love about it most, like I'm not a fan of this like drama for the sake of drama stuff. You know, like just. Don't create a problem that doesn't happen organically, that's not true to the character. That is a moment of drama and of trauma that is so organic to the universe and is unique to the universe, too. You don't get that in many other, you know, high concept things. Like, it's unique to the Marvel Universe and it's organic for her character. And it truly is, like, in that moment, I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like, this is heavy. And, you know, it wasn't trite or you know convoluted it was just what happened as a response to what was going on in the universe and I thought that was brilliantly done right and um I I think that um one of the, one of the things that I um I somebody posted on Twitter that uh, all they want is like um one of those types of um where the one of the characters returns back but like he he got dusted while he was not right next to his dog, and the dog was waiting for him oh, for five years no. to come. That's <laughs> oh, maybe we'll get that. You know, like you know, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, we, we've already got like it's interesting because when you compare it to Homecoming, that scene was so funny. You know, the band kids showing up right back yeah. on that was funny, and th- this was not. You know, and I that's and also an interesting compare in tone, just how they chose to present the information is is interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was um, one of my favorite parts of that actual scene is where she's like, and it's cool how they portray it. Like more is like. I mean, it was played for laughs in, in uh, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but this one, I mean, this is basically like how it really would happen yeah. if people just started showing up yeah. and um, they were, you know, uh, they were talking about like the hospital not having capacity for all these like people that were showing yeah. back up. And then she runs into a guy like basically, basically knocks him on the floor as he's like re-entering mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's super, it's super cool how they, how they showed Agreed. that. And, um, but that's not even like the craziest part of the no, episode. No, it's either. not. It's really not. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, it's it's one of those things that I really wasn't sure about the show for the first like two episodes. I like I thought that. it was funny. Um, I, I liked the homage to like you know I Love Lucy and the older yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore and all that Brady stuff. Brady Bunch, Bewitched, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I was I was more I was more excited when they got into like the 70s and 80s yeah, yeah. comedies cuz those were those were shows I watched growing yeah. up and and still kind of watch today. And so um I I did notice in this episode I think they use like the same set cuz you know I mean you can see different sets the more TV shows you watch you can see sets being reused over and Absolutely. over i want to say i don't know if you've ever watched this show the goldbergs on abc um okay 
Kind of, but only because I made it a point to watch Arrow, and it usually came on right before it. So uh, I am okay. vaguely familiar <laughs> with it, yeah. <laughs> so uh, The Goldbergs is like a show that's set in the 80s. It's kind of like a biographical type show about the creator of the show. Yes. Um, who I think he also like wrote the movie Fanboys, I think. Interesting. But um, but the the house or at least the kitchen set is the set from the Goldbergs. <laughs> and so that like threw me off for a second. I was like, Oh wait, this is the Goldberg set. Which makes sense. Cause it's no, it's, is that, that's not an ABC show, is it? Um, yeah, the Goldbergs is an okay, ABC show, which sense. is owned by exactly. Disney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> they were like, Oh, we'll just, we'll just toss all those actors off and, and bring Wanda. Yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do kind of like this, like Wanda's a bad person. Yeah. Like, spin like dark real like she yeah. was scary <laughs> yeah like she's reanimating corpses dark yes i was surprised like, and it was interesting because when we first watched it um the group that i was with i was like no guys that just happened and they were like oh no i'm like yes yes that's what's happening here oh when they show him yes, too like in the previous it's, episode it's when they crazy show him, like, i'm like oh my god like there's too many implications man it's dark and it got darker and um but it, again, in a way that seems organic to the character and where she's at and not just for the sake of being, you know, dark and, yeah. and you know, downcast or, yeah. Yeah, and um, I like how they're kind of like, I don't know if they're starting to move away from the sitcom format and they're just going to kind of inner, inner, uh I'm I'm trying to like interlace that in there because like this episode kind of had like the um, the sitcom look to it, mm-hmm. but we didn't get like a theme song or anything. Oh, we did get a theme yeah, song. Yeah, we did for this one. Um, we didn't stay in the sitcom very long. No, though. and I think that's that was interesting the way that you know Vision kind of grew his his autonomy and and kind of came into his own self and right. was like I, the credit thing where they were she was like now we're rolling credits and he was like no we're not and i'm yeah, like yeah yeah they had the argument bro, over the credits yeah yeah that was that was again um, that was heavy stuff um so one one thing that i'm i'm very interested in is um so v- vision has which we've we didn't, haven't really seen him use like super speed Mm-mm. um We've seen it, him do this in the show, but never in the MCU before. But um, his powers all seemed very like Wanda based. So, and I was trying to think like, what? How exactly is he like getting these powers? If basically she's like reanimated his, his corpse. Mm-hmm. Like when they show when they show in this episode, like her going and taking his corpse for lack of a better term, uh, it's all like torn apart and everything i know there's a theory and on that i don't know if you're wanting to go into the whole fan theory i'm 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 happy to go into fan theories okay. but um what what i'm i guess what i'm i'm getting at is when uh norm is the guy that he works yes. with is that his name yeah. so when he's able to use like mind powers on norm is does he have like because he doesn't have the mind stone anymore no he doesn't so how is he doing that? That's that's a really interesting question. Um, I hope they actually address that and don't skip over it. Um, if I don't know, because you're right, it would imply that he has entirely different a different set of powers now because he's not. Yeah, because and it shows it shows that he has the Mind Stone, but and that's that obviously can't be the Mind Stone, right? Because the Mind Stone that was 
being used by Vision is destroyed and the Mind Stone that they used in in-game has been taken that, back. That's, so, that does beg the question. It destroyed. I imagine there has to be some... Because it's like the essence of, you know... It's it's almost like an element itself, right? Is essentially what the, yeah, what the yeah. lore is. So I feel like even if it's destroyed, there has to be some essence of it in some capacity in the universe. Otherwise, you know, things are going to get out of whack again. Like what's her name was saying? The uh, 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 Sorcerer the Supreme. One. Yes, the ancient one. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there has to be something, but it obviously isn't in vision right now. So right. that does beg the question where he gets his abilities from. Well, and, and one thing that like, because essentially you could put you could put vision back together it yeah. would be a little hard and that would make sense why he doesn't have like any of his memories but i i do remember like uh what was it bruce banner was basically saying you know we could take the mind stone out and theoretically you know you be. could be you but yeah. without the mind stone which is i think that th- that's a thing that happens in comics too like i believe so I, I, and it is i think i think part of the issue is um you know just in terms of visions you know capability or you know like you were saying right so shuri that was a very delicate process that had to happen like she was spending intricate time you know trying to make sure that it was taken out just right for that to work as opposed to it just being yanked out of his head like it was there was a lot more damage right. done than just like oh we've removed the stone let's put him back together like there was a lot more that went into it that was a lot more intricate than than the state that right. he's currently in. Yeah, and that's um and and I'm still like trying to put together like is that the state he is actually in or is that something that um because at first I thought maybe he might be some sort of like puppet of Wanda's. Okay. That's that's and, where I am at the camp I'm in at the moment. And now I'm thinking it might be something a little different that she actually did like put him back together. Because okay. I mean I you see how like she put everything back together after she threw Monica out of Westview. Mm-hmm. Like her, her powers seem to be like a whole lot different now than or, or she seems to have more of a power set, even closer to the comic book. Agreed. Uh, Scarlet witch. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm just very interested in that. There was um, the whole scene where they had the, the pants where they showed that she had actually reoriented the Kevlar to look a certain way like she had I kind of feel like that might be with vision like she's kind of like she's she's kind of rearranged him where he's functional and I think that part of her illusory is that like if he's like oh I'm gonna change my face to look normal she just kind of like oh it happened look at that kind of thing but he's so 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 do you think that we're going to get like a scene like in the last episode of this season or this, I don't know if this is like a mini series or, or it's going to have more seasons, but like, it seems like eventually it's going to come to a head. And, and do you, so do you think we're going to get a scene where they like get Wanda to like release her illusion and essentially we see like the corpse of vision just like okay. full, <laughs> full like fan theory mode. I think we're going to get a cliffhanger ending heads or tails whether it's whether benedict cumberbatch is actually going to be in it but i really think it's going to knock right up against uh multiverse Multiverse of madness Madness. yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, okay see that's i was thinking that was going to be possible like um you know possible well and and also that was so uh what was it 
Elizabeth, her name's Elizabeth Olson, yes, right? Is, That's her yeah. name? Okay. So Elizabeth Olson either tweeted or did something on Instagram that basically said the cameo in this episode was going to be Luke Skywalker-esque. Interesting. And, and I was like, what are they going to do that would like make it Luke Skywalker-esque? And so I saw, I saw somebody said, this is a leak. And, um, it was like a fan made trailer with, um, what's that guy's name? Evan Peters. Uh, yes. As Quicksilver. And, And I was like, there's no way. But even when I even when it happened, I wasn't like that's not that's not like a Luke Skywalker esque film I to agree. me. To yeah. to me, it wasn't. There there might have been some people out there that were like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And it was surprising because it's like, "Oh, well, are they bringing like the the um are they bringing the X Men universe together now? Is this what's happening right now?" So there's there's a lot of interesting rumor things happening with that. Um, my favorite part of that whole scene was when Darcy was like, she recast Pietro. Oh that yeah. Killed <laughs> me. But, um, uh, so there's this whole rumor going around with like, um, casting, you know, the casting rumors have been off the charts and talking about bringing in the three different Spider-Mans and all that fun stuff. Right. And there's, there's a rumor that one thing that's going to happen in Multiverse of Madness is that they're going to essentially recast the Avengers and like it's been rumored that like John Krasinski who is originally you know put out there for Captain America is going to be Captain America in this like it's going to be a whole weird wacky multiverse situation going on and so I think that might be a part of like this is a seedling of that that um you know they're bringing him in as like a beginnings of that Right. So, and, and that would, I, I, I'm interested in how audiences are going to react to that. Audiences Same. that aren't like comic oriented. Same. Um, because, I mean, obviously in comics, they're always changing, you know, well, I, I mean, even who Captain America is, mm-hmm. but also, you know, the I, th- I believe if I'm not wrong, this Marvel Cinematic Universe is sort of based off of like the Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I wonder if like, what universe this one's going to be based off of, or is it going to be just its own thing or, you know, what? Yeah. So I, I'm really interested to see how audiences are going to react to that because Captain America in this universe is kind of like ultimates Captain America, but not really because ultimates Captain America was kind of like grungy and (laughs) like kind of a racist and like, (laughs) um, And you don't get that from this Captain no, America. No, not at all. Straight up Boy Scout. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess like I don't know. John Krasinski, I guess, is gonna uh, I maybe. Know. I don't know. So that's I've I've heard lots of different like this person's cast for this, and I there was a whole thing that went around that like Tom Cruise is gonna be the new Iron Man, and then you know I think that was that rumor was a part of this as well is that they're gonna have like some uh, okay. weird '90s version or you know yeah I was gonna say they've been trying to cast Tom Cruise as Iron Man. Uh, yeah. for like ever but i also think it's smart not just like in terms of interesting storytelling or whatever but like if they decide because let's face it all these characters are going to age out right they can yeah. easily recast them and just say it's a part of this such and such that happened like they're building an opportunity to recast their characters kind of like doctor who where they did the whole regeneration yeah. thing and yeah, they, they exactly. invented a way to keep the show going to recast you know, and I think it's really smart if they play at this angle just right. They could continue this universe for as long as they want to, which is just good business. 
and, and make all the money. All the monies. <laughs> all the and they need all the monies right um, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I I am uh I'm very interested as to uh, another thing that kind of uh, piqued my interest. Well, we'll get to uh, it's Evan Peters, right? Yes. Always okay. We'll get to him in a second, but and something that has interested me since um, Spider-Man: Far From Home, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, is it Spider-Man: Far From? Home? Yeah. Um, apparently, like the people that know Captain Marvel are kind of upset at her for some reason. I got that vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got that vibe. I know, even though it was like Nick Fury, scroll Nick Fury. Yes. Don't invoke uh, which her name. I was okay. <laughs> I, I have to bring up something. Up? Um, so I was when I, when I first texted you to be on uh, a guest on the podcast. Mm-hmm. One of the last text messages that I sent you back in 2019, oh, pre-Endgame. Oh wow! Was uh, I, I have to see if I can find it because I want to I want to read the exact text. Okay. Um, we were talking about. Um, I think at one point we were talking about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, I think is, um, okay, so this was January 18th, 2019. Okay. It said, we were talking about Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so I said, um, I also don't know a ton about Captain Marvel, so I'm not sure what to expect. Oh, so this was pre-Captain Marvel, too. Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah. I said, I, I know about Korean scrolls, so I'm assuming that Phase 4 will be a setup for Secret Wars. So that's really exciting. I like Brie Larson as an actress, so I think it should be good. Also, I'm calling it now. Nick Fury is a scroll. <laughs> there you go. You shot your shot. I did, that's and amazing. it worked. I, I was, it's the only scroll reveal. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, that. But I, I'm I'm so interested as to why like everybody's mad at her though. Me too. Me too. I, it might be because it's obvious that like she hasn't really been around. You know, she's very yeah. off world, and I don't know if there's some sort of cataclysmic. Is that the word I want? I don't know. There's some sort of crazy event that's keeping her away from Earth, but it seems like they are. Yeah, between. and and um, I'm I guess I'm interested. Like, did she? Was there something going on? Like during Avengers that like maybe they called her and she didn't, we're going to find out that they called her and she She didn't come or like some, I mean, that could be really the only reason that I would think that they would be, I mean, those specific people yeah, would be upset with her would because, um, I don't know how long Monica has been in sword. Mm -hmm. Um, cause it's a fairly new concept in the MCU, Mm -hmm. but that would be what eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, possibly i mean i guess it depends on how old um i don't remember when captain marvel was set it, it had to be like 95 i think somewhere in there 95 because yeah. i was trying to remember when like true lies came out because that was like in uh, let's see 1994 was when true lies came out so it had to be like 94 95 yeah. and then i'm assuming that monica was what like maybe somewhere between eight and ten mm-hmm. So yeah, she could be working at Sword yeah. like it, it during kind that of, time. The interaction with her and the new director kind of implied that either she was the previous director or she was set to inherit that from her mother when she passed. It's kind of what I got. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because um, her mom, 
uh, which I don't remember her name. Monica what? and Maria. Was it okay? Maria I was gonna say Rambo. it was like Marie or Maria. Um, um, she was the head of Sword. Mm-hmm. She found like she it. basically like started Sword yeah, apparently like saying. with everybody. I could be wrong. No, no, it said that she had. But it seems like they talk about like her starting Sword, and then she was supposed to take it over, and then nobody was there when her mom died. Right. So yeah, that's that's very interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I I was like, why are they all mad at her? <laughs> I'm curious too. Same. Yeah. I don't. I don't have any speculations, but I'm curious. We'll see where they take us. Yeah, and the and the only like, um, well, yeah, I I just I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. I guess I it's, it's haunting the, me. The mystery aspect of the show. I feel like that's unique to the show versus other you know MCU properties. Yeah, and and one thing I was also thinking about, like just because this is how my brain works is um so Monica Rambo and her mom Maria mm-hmm. uh they live in Louisiana, right? They did in the first movie, yeah. Okay, D- doesn't um um Sam doesn't his family live don't they allude that they live in Louisiana as well? Um if they do, I don't remember that. They might have it might have been an offline, but I don't. Um, it's it's a I don't know if it's specifically mentioned like in uh, Winter Soldier or anything, but I know that when they go to in some of the scenes that have been shown from um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they have which obviously this doesn't have to specifically be like Louisiana, mm-hmm. but it it implies that like the Wilson family owns some sort of like seafood company. That's really cool. I love that for him. So <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested if there's some kind of like crossover yeah, yeah. or like if somebody knew somebody or, or like, it seems like everything is like not, everything is there sort of for a reason. So like, it seems like yeah. I, I could just be putting two things together that don't go together. I mean, we'll but, find out, but I love that. I, yeah. I love the idea of like Sam just coming home and you know, them just shoving a big bowl of shrimp in his hands and being like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> You know, yeah, and, secret and family they, um, recipes. <laughs> so, yeah, so apparently it's supposed to focus a lot on like family and stuff, that show specifically. So, like, I wonder if they're going to be like that. hanging out, like that when he throws the shield against the tree, like that's at that house. Like, there you go. Okay. Um, so, it's supposed to be like one, uh, a lot of it's supposed to be one big Hawkeye's house scene. Cool. <laughs> Which is cool. I'm, I, I'm, it, I'm fine with that. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Yeah, we um um I guess I'll share this now. My sister and I we we love cons, uh, comic conventions. We travel all the time, or we you know pre-pandemic travel. But um, so we actually got to be in the room when they announced Phase Four. Like we were in the San Diego Comic Con panel when they announced oh, wow. it. Holy cow! Like just the energy in the room, like. It was incredible. And so, like, we were there for the initial announcements of all that. And um, you mentioned Hawkeye's house. And um, they played the Hawkeye little snippet that they had. And, like, he came walking down the aisle. And, like, oh, it was nice. so hype that uh, it was great. It was so much I'm, fun. I'm super excited for that show, too, it looks whenever it comes great. out. I wasn't. The, uh, Kate Bishop with yes. Haley Steinfeld. Yes. I'm not yeah. hype about her, just based on, like, what I've seen her. And I feel like she's, like, kind of. I don't know. I could. I feel like she's overrated. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I, I like her. I, I, I think. I mean, the things that I've seen her in. Yeah. Uh, which was, um, I saw her in Bumblebee, mm-hmm. and then I saw her in. Um, oh, what was it that I saw her in? 
I know she was in that Apple series, the, oh, the Dickinson uh, or Dickinson? whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I'm thinking like what, I'm trying to think of this movie that she was in, that um, she was in Edge of 17. I liked her in that okay. movie. Um, what am I thinking? Oh, the, the remake of True Grit she was in. Okay. And I liked her in that too. Um, and then also like, what was it? Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah. Which uh, I remember everybody was like, everybody that I knew were hopping on this theory that she was going to be in Spider-Man, the, the new Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as like a live action Gwen. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Everybody's going to be in that movie. <laughs> Literally. And their mother. It's, it's a big, it's a big meme at this point. Like, uh, they're like, oh, so-and-so is going to announce that they're, they're reprising their <laughs> role. And, uh, I just want the Let's I just see. want the guy from Joe's Pizza. I Honestly, to, to be... <laughs> yeah, I need the landlord back for sure. Yeah, like I saw him sure. in another movie, and I was like, "Oh, that's the landlord <laughs> from Spider Man." <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, I, I hope he finally got his rent. I hope he fixed Honestly. the door and got, and got his rent. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I don't know if you've seen like that that particular series of movies just has like a special place in my heart. The OG Spider-Man? But uh the yeah, the uh Sam Raimi like mm-hmm. I I wish they would have made the fourth one but yeah. Um with uh what's his name as as uh Mysterio. Oh, oh, I know this. Um Bruce uh, Campbell. Evil Dead guy. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. Let me tell you. Uh, Mysterio. I've seen him at cons. That man wore a three-piece suit to a comic convention to stand behind a table and sign autographs for people three piece oh, suit wow. the guys yeah that's, that's crazy yeah anyway yeah i, I like i like bruce campbell I do too. um i know him mostly from burn notice um oh, okay yeah he's he's great but yeah yes i was but, i was um, hyped for that too but i um what was it not not this year this year i didn't do it because i was out of town at somebody's house um but um for the past two or three years before this year, every uh, every New Year's Eve, I would, you know how they say, oh, if you put on Star Wars at this specific time, you can watch yeah, the yeah, Death yeah, Star yeah. blow up and stuff like that. So um, I always do Spider-Man 2 because it's the... Um, what are you watching? Like it, what part? So I, I put it to where like he delivers the pizza at midnight because okay. like pizza time is the big meme. Yeah. So like at midnight, he says pizza time. <laughs> that's great yeah it's it's fun and it's also like the quickest one uh because usually i try not to stay up too late on even on new year's eve and so um yeah i think it's like five or six minutes into the movie that so and and it's a fun little meme too that's awesome um so i I wanted to step back into uh wandavision and speaking of memes and all that um I don't know if you saw that. Um, I don't know if you keep up with all the pop culture stuff about uh, you know all the stuff, but uh, Lil Uzi Vert, who is a rapper, okay. got a twenty-four million dollar diamond implanted into his forehead. Oh, like the vision? Is uh, that, was that his? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> so, so people have been posting. Um, I even I even did one um, on Facebook. I commented on somebody that. Uh, posted a news story about it and um i think my my caption on it was uh pov you're uh, a robber and you see little uzi vert on the street 
and it's that picture of like Thanos like grabbing the the mind stone out of his from... head. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny. It like as soon as I saw it, everybody and and everybody saw it. It was just collectively vision memes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, I mean, it's like this. I'm showing you on the yeah, camera yeah. for the listeners, but like, it's like this big. That's crazy. Like, it's insane. So, I'm going to have yeah. to go look at pictures of this. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, just type Lil Uzi. You don't even have to type diamond. You just type Lil Uzi Vert and it's the, uh, it's like the top, you know, whatever. But it's so crazy. Yeah, everybody just decided to collectively like rag on this guy. Oh, man. For just Honestly. living his dream of having a diamond implanted in his forehead. But he, okay, so let me clarify. His intention was not like, oh man, I love Vision. He's the greatest superhero. I'm going to do it. Like, was that oh, his? No, okay, no. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was straight up just like, I I want a diamond implanted in my forehead. Okay. You know, yeah. live your life. Yeah. <laughs> you, can be, you can be Vision. <laughs> Maybe he's going out for the role. We'll, we'll hear in oh a few God. minutes. Oh my God. The recast of Vision is Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, I and speaking of like recast, I I read this or saw this interesting interview with Paul Bettany, where um, essentially like he was he was he was Jarvis, and he had got a call from like his casting director or somebody like that, and they were just telling him like, man, your career is done. You're not going anywhere. You're not doing. Oh anything. yeah. And he was like, so he was just like, just you know, mad at the world. And he got a call from Disney and he was like fully expecting to get the can. And they were like, would you like to be live action? Like Jarvis, but live action, you know, do, and they pitched him and he was like, yes, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) well, and that's the thing is like reading half the script of, uh, I guess, depending, like you said, how they, how they said was like, how they presented to him was like, would you like to be live action now? Because if you would have just watched like half the, um, half of Avengers Age of Ultron, they're like, oh, I guess that guy's out of a job now. Because <laughs> like, yeah. they kill off Jarvis like halfway through the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Paul Bettany also like, um, I really enjoyed him for, for how little I enjoyed the movie Solo. I really enjoyed Paul Bettany's character in that movie. Um, I yeah. think that's like the only other thing I've seen him in too. Paul Bettany. Oh, I got a shout out a Knight's Tale. Um, there was a great oh, moment. Oh, is he in a nice? Yeah, tale? he is. He's the oh. like the he's Chaucer. He's 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 Jeffrey Chaucer, um, and he wow. does the announcing of uh, Ulrich von Lichtenstein. And so there's this one moment where he's doing the drunk talent show thing, you know, and he's yeah. like, "Ladies and gentlemen," and I'm like, "Okay, I see you." <laughs> like, I I just didn't even back. notice that. Like, uh, I'm gonna look this up. Like, I want to see him. The... oh yeah he sure is yeah. that's crazy um that's like uh one time i was watching um what was it i think it's the count of monte cristo okay i haven't seen it but i know the book um or my I'm, I'm trying to hang on i'm like pulling it up at the same it's the 2002 movie okay um so like I mean it has like a bunch of like famous people, mm-hmm. and you're pretty um, sure he's like in has there? Jim Caviezel. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say like um, am I think has Louis Guzman in it, but oh, and all of a sudden it has like a young Henry Cavill in it. Oh wow, how funny! <laughs> yeah, he's like the um, 
the son of, I think he was like Count Mondigo, or uh, I think Count Mondigo is played by Guy Pierce. I think. I love him too. He's yeah, great. yeah, okay, I'm, I'm thinking it right, yeah. No, it was just crazy to, like, so I was, like, looking at him for, like, 20 minutes. I was like, that's Henry Cable. <laughs> <laughs> that is. But he was, like, in the Tudors and stuff, which I watched, like, a long time ago. I think I remember that. Um, I was going to say, speaking of I'm, Guy Pierce, do you have any hot takes on uh, Iron Man 3? Oh, I, Iron Man 3 is the best of all the movies. Yeah? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that is that's a hot the take. hot take on Iron Man Three. Honestly, I'm not is, I'm not um, mad at it either. I really I enjoyed it more than I think the general public did. It's it's getting a lot of uh, 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 specifically on film Twitter, um, but I don't know about like general like population. But like I'm seeing more love for Iron Man Three. Good, and it, it excites it. me because I love it. It's good, agreed. <laughs> um, the only thing that like gets not enough love from the Iron Man like trilogy as much as Iron Man three is like Justin Hammer, he's which Justin great. Hammer is great. He's Sam so Rockwell great. is is one Dude, of the greatest actors oh of my all gosh. time. Moon, oh it's oh my gosh! I just so recently good. watched it for the first oh, time ever, and it's yeah. so good. <laughs> so good, it's so good. I'm I, yeah. Oh man, that's a tough. I knew, two. I sort of knew the premise of it mm-hmm. going into it. But um, but it didn't. I mean, it didn't make the the viewing experience no, any less no. and awesome. You know who else is in that? Um, very very briefly, because you wouldn't think it. But like, there's a, a scene where they show people from the company he works for on the monitor, and right. it's Benedict Wong from Doctor Strange. Yes, that's right. There. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember like because uh, they show it um in the end credits. That of course they show Benedict Wong. And when I first saw them, I, I just forgot about it. It's been like a month and a half since I watched it. But when I saw it, I was like, wait, is that Benedict Wong? And then I was like, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Moon Moon is a really great movie. I, so I enjoyed it a lot. Hi- highly recommend if you haven't seen it, go watch oh, yeah. that one. 10 out of 10. There's like a soft sequel to that movie, really? too. Um, it's, it's, it's a sequel in that it's set in the same universe. Okay. And there is like a TV in the movie that's showing like the trial where uh one of the clones is like testifying what's the name of this movie um what is the name of the movie you're, you're, um sorry we, we can we can ask we can talk about that later <laughs> no no i i can look it up we can we, we can go on tangents. i really want to watch that now that sounds amazing i love world uh, building i love all that universe stuff i'm here for it so it is mm-hmm. it is if I say it one more time, we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> it is called Mute. Mute. It came out in 2018. Okay. It's considered a spiritual successor to Moon, but it's made by the same guy, Duncan Jones. Okay. Um, it's revolving around a mute bartender who's played by Alexander Skarsgård. Okay. Uh, searching for love in his life, who, for the love of his life, who has mysteriously disappeared. Interesting. And it has Paul Rudd in it too, and Justin Thoreau. Love him. And, love him. Um, Dominic Monaghan, who was in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Um, I forget. I, I, he was in Rise of Skywalker. If that helps, if you saw the guy that was in Rise of Skywalker, and you were like, "Oh, it's uh, it's the guy from Lord of the Rings." <laughs> He's the one that's like, "Why can't we do the Holdo maneuver?" Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I know he was he was one of the hobbits in uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Uh, he's one of Frodo's friends. Gotcha. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, tangent tangent closed. Yay! We're back. <laughs> so, uh, so WandaVision. Yes. Uh, basically, um, I think we've kind of gone through the whole thing, except at the very last, um, we've kind of hinted that we were going to talk about it. But uh, Evan Peters shows up mm-hmm. as Quicksilver, mm-hmm. which I'm very confused as to um, how it happened. I have some ideas of how it happened. And I think like, you know, using like Occam's razor, I can simplify that like it sort of worked. Um, have you seen, you've seen Wonder Woman 1984, right? Yes. Okay. So it, I, I'm assuming it worked Wonder Woman 1984 style where um, they're talking about um, where Billy and Tommy are talking about her having a brother. And then she kind of has this like look on her face that she's like thinking about him. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of like made it happen. Manifest him. But she universe. didn't yet. Yeah, she didn't like intentionally make it happen because when they're having this argument where she's being like super truthful and then there's that knock or the doorbell goes off and she's like, I didn't do mm-hmm. that. I think, I think it might've been uh, one of the boys. I don't remember which is which, and I apologize for that, but Tommy and Billy, they have their own powers, their own super abilities. Right. And I know um, that, actually, that makes a lot of sense. I know that there was a moment in the previous episode where um, they have the little butterflies above the crate, the crib, and yeah. they start fluttering around, and she's like, oh, I, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't do that. And the going theory was like, oh, no, that was that was Wiccan. That was that was the baby. So maybe it was that she was talking about her brother, and he made the brother. And then Which, that's why that he looks different. Because, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that's that's how, that, that makes sense. Yeah. He didn't. So I'm thinking that. It also um, makes sense that the boys heard them fighting, and they wanted to stop it. So they were like, right. what can we do to, yeah. So, um, so Billy, Billy is Wiccan okay. and Tommy is Speed. Okay. Which I'm, I'm still, I guess if that's the case that I'm, I'm interested as to how like Tommy is growing, but because I, if, if he's Speed, then I mean, does he have some of Wanda's powers? I, I'm not super into this, like part of the comics i know there's a whole comic series about this yes um i don't but um i'm curious too of how much they're gonna hold on to that and what they're gonna create for this universe specifically because i know they are trying to you know make things cohesive within their universe and they do change things in this universe depending on you know what what needs to happen they're they're not they're not 100% faithful to the comic. So I'm curious to see how much they'll keep right. and how much they'll adapt. But um, it could just be that that Billy is changing him, that he's aging both of them at the same time. Yeah, that. so that is, that is possible. Um, so, um, oh, that's interesting. Um, uh, which this is kind of where I thought it was going, specifically because of like... Um, the trailer for Loki, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm excited that we're gonna get like WandaVision and then Falcon and Winter Soldier Same. and then Loki. Same. So we're always gonna have content to keep paying yeah. seven dollars a month for <laughs> uh Disney Plus. 
Um, but this this makes sense too. I don't know how they're going to shoot it in, but um, it, I'm reading their like fictional character biography for Tommy, mm-hmm. who's um, Speed. Yeah. So, um, which his powers specifically seem to be only based on Quicksilver, but again, they may be changing stuff. Yeah. Um, so it says uh, in. Uh, supposedly be born to Scarlet Witch Vision. In reality, there are magical constructs created by Wanda's hex powers. It is revealed that she used slivers of Mephisto's life essence That's... to give her children souls. Which, um, so it says Tommy and Billy were eventually reabsorbed by Mephisto and ceased to exist. So I have an, I have, uh, there's a theory that like Mephisto is going to show up in Loki too. Yes, I've heard that as well. Which that, I mean, that kind of makes sense. And then there was that other Marvel uh, show on Hulu that didn't get a bunch of fanfare. But um, oh, what was the name of that show? Runaways? No. Um, it was... Um, oh, what is Cloak it? and Dagger. Uh, Hellstrom. Hellstrom, okay. Which You're right, I that didn't get a lot of fan because I wasn't aware. <laughs> Uh, he's like a son of Mephisto too. Okay. But more like legitimately Mephisto's son. Which, uh, the I mean, these are not like children of Mephisto. They're more like a, like it, it's some weird like life essence thing. Gotcha. Well, and um, to, to that theory, um, Agnes, the neighbor, if you watch in the first like episode, the brooch that she has, the first like couple of episodes, it has the like symbol of Mephisto and um the reaper and like some other things there's some interesting yeah and there's a theory that she's actually like more than what is like said to be which is what you were saying earlier because it specifically mentions when they're talking about the dog that she like specifically says i can't do this i can't bring this him back to life and one of my theories was because vision walks up two seconds after that and i i kind of felt like it was like a, a nod to like you know Mephisto yeah, was the one that brought Vision back to life for her. Like that was kind of a thing, but yeah, because they don't ever show. They show her like breaking in and like taking you know Vision's body. But it doesn't show how he came and, to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, it is possible that like Mephisto could be like a a thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, no, that's that that brings up a lot of very interesting uh, yeah. questions. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about the the Evan Peters thing. Me too. I'm curious to see what they do with it. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he's gonna be like the crazy uncle. <laughs> yes, it, it was it was interesting how I got like, um, what's his what's the Full House? Oh Lord, I can't remember uh, his name. Jesse? Jesse. Yeah, like I yeah. got like Je- Uncle Jesse vibes from him. You know, like he's the, he's the yeah. cool uncle. Like. <laughs> yeah, because Jesse, I'm trying to remember. Jesse was actually, uh, Danny's brother, right? That was the thing. I believe so. And then Joey was just a friend. Yes, that lived with him. He was a com- aspiring comedian, if I remember correctly. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, that that I'm very interested to see what happens in the next episode. Um, I do like that they included like uh, when Agnes came over and she was like she messed up on the line or something. That was interesting. Um, I that really really threw me off because it it almost implied maybe. Mm, because it implies that she's in on it, that she knows Wanda's game. You know what I mean? Well, I think that... That she's not I, being controlled, that she's just playing along, which is unlike Norm, who's definitely being controlled. Yeah, and I wonder if like there's certain people that were like, okay, we'll play along. Like, um, 
What's the what's their neighbor's name? I want to say it's like Vern is Herb? his name. Herb. 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 That's his. Is he name. called him Sherbert? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Herb Herb is another person that also knows. Yeah. Like both of them, both him and Agnes knew. Norm obviously is mind controlled, mm-hmm. but uh, and it seems like. Um, Everybody in the um, everybody in the office seems mind controlled yeah. because they all like say that same exact thing. Like when they send the email to them, they mm-hmm. all say it like exactly at the same time, like a chant. Yeah, type that thing. was really interesting. I wasn't I wasn't sure where that was. That threw me off as well because it seemed I don't, like it didn't really fit. I guess it didn't fit the thing that I was building in my head. You know, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I wonder I wonder if some of it had to do with like because they sent. They start, they're starting to figure out, like, it won't change if it's a part of the time period. Yeah. So, like, when they sent in that drone, like, basically, they, they didn't lose anything because right it fit and it wasn't changed. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder, like, how the email affected, like, maybe they were, it was, like, an early try or something like that. Interesting. And so, like, it kind of affected everybody in the mind control space or something. I don't know very interesting because they all read it out loud at the same time it reminds me of that line that they had earlier in the series at the talent show oh uh, for the children for the children yeah yeah and and uh one thing that um kind of like leads me back to the the mephisto thing Mm. is uh wanda does i mean she could be lying but like wanda does seem like um it's kind of gotten out of hand because she tells vision like uh, something like about when it started, it was supposed to be like a certain way or something like that. Yeah, like she doesn't know why certain things are happening. Yeah, yeah. so there may be some things like within her control, but some things out of her control. Yeah. And she mentioned that. She was like, you know, do you really think I'm managing whether or not people get to their dentist appointments and, you know, yeah. their mail gets picked up or whatever she, you know, had said. Um, so, she, yeah, she's definitely but not she could fully. Be. She could be. She could <laughs> she be. Could be. Man, I will. Yeah, say I'm. That. I'm very interested to see like if they go ahead and just like make her like a full villain, um, by the end of the show. I'm kind of okay um, with that, you know, all uh, Civil yeah, I would War be, style. I would, well, and uh, I mean, they do have like a um, like a way of making like compelling villains. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily that would, about villains. I'm just about antagonists. Like, just, yeah, yeah, just for some sure. Sort of I mean, opposition. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, yeah, Wanda doesn't, I, I guess I say villain in a very wide term That's because well, she's never actually like a villain, <laughs> but like, I guess grief makes you do some crazy things. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, she's I'm, properly I'm def- motivated. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. So I, I think, Um. so after this week, we only have what, like three more episodes mm-hmm. yeah. of the first season? It's moving quick. So, one of the best yeah, moments yeah, it of is. the show was whenever um, it switched frames and it got wider and you could, like it zoomed so you could see more of the picture, like it changed aspect. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. really cool. I was like, "Oh, it's happening!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know something's gonna happen. Yeah. It's no longer in four three aspect ratio. <laughs> right, exactly. Sorry, continue what you're um, saying. Yeah, I, so I'm I'm interested now. Um, so I guess. Like these these shows are obviously like a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Um, there's been rumors that like 
Daredevil is now going oh to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Listen, Universe. That when I I okay so Daredevil is by far my favorite. Right, like holy cow, I love that show so much. I love it so much. I actually haven't finished it because I'm not willing to say goodbye to this character yet. I have oh, I have okay. like two episodes left. And I, I'm not gonna spoil it oh. for you, but they leave it on such like a we're coming back oh, okay. type. <laughs> but I I um. I'm kind of like I I would encourage you to finish it because there is um I mean obviously um Fisk is involved mm-hmm. with uh with uh Bullseye. Yes. Okay. So there is a there is a fight between Fisk and uh Daredevil that is like one of the greatest scenes in the whole show. Yeah, okay. In the last episode. Okay. And I would I would encourage you to like complete. I know like I I know how you feel like I but and hey, I understand that supposedly feeling. Supposedly he's he's rumored to be in Spider-Man. He's rumored to be in the She-Hulk show, so I'm feeling better about it now. But when it first, you know, yeah. was abruptly canceled and I just I couldn't do it. I had to well, leave it. And the crazy thing is like I haven't finished all of uh I I watched the first season of Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. I watched the first season of Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. And I haven't finished those shows yet. Um, I finished all of Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. And Iron Fist, they leave that on a huge cliffhanger. They do. They do. And it's so mad. Because I like, I think Daredevil is the best show of all of them. Agreed. But I really like Iron Fist. I do too. <laughs> okay. And I'm biased because I've met him. And he was incredibly nice. Like it was, I had we haven't even seen the show. I don't think the show was out at that point. And, um, you know, we were like, we're going to get it because we have a huge, like, two foot by four foot Marvel poster that just we get anybody in the MCU to sign. Um, it's oh, okay. part of our thing that we do. Like, we determine what cons we go to based on who's going to be there. And so we were like, well, we're going to get him, of course. And we had such a good time talking to him and spent so much time, like, a good, like, five or ten minutes at his table just chatting it up. And we decided we were going to go take a picture with him afterwards just because we just enjoyed you know spending time like yeah so i'm kind of biased going in but i really <laughs> did my biggest problem with that show was i apps spoilers for iron fist in case you're you're gonna watch it um i did not like when they brought the dad back that was so frustrating and then i thought it was such a cheap cop-out for uh this dragon scene at the end where he's gonna fight the dragon and it's just like the lights flashing i'm like what is oh what, yeah what I, yeah. There was a lot of that was, mm. but um, my, I like the character. My favorite, my my favorite. Um, I mean, I like you know, obviously, I like Iron Fist and and Danny Rand, but my favorite character on that show is Ward. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, sir, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the change that he makes too 100. is so good. Like it's 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 like uh, a complete one eighty. Yes, like, um, so and now he's like helping him. And that last scene where they're like in that like almost like a Japanese type bar. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, when he pulls out the two guns. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, wards with them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's super odd. It's like Agreed. old iron fist. Like, I love it. They can lean yeah. into that more for sure. And I was so yeah. ready to see the culture and get into the world and be, you know, oh, yeah. and I feel Just like, like we didn't get enough of that in iron fist. Yeah. And I don't, I don't need like, um, I mean, obviously what is it? Is it Davros or Davos? Davos. Or? Yeah. Yeah, so he's a, he's a cool bad guy. I like him too. I think he's um, a great actor. But um, he's also in uh, what else was he in that I saw? So he's in Doctor Who. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then he okay. was in the show. Did I he play remember. like one of the incarnations of the master? He did. Is that what he was? Yeah, okay, he did. okay, that's what I remember him as. Yeah. He was in this other show and it was like it's like a random like, you know, streaming show or whatever. Um and he plays this really dorky kid and it's just such a huge contrast from him <laughs> as Davos that it cracks me up every time. But I can't even tell you the name at the moment, but um yeah, I think he has great range. I like him as an actor a lot too. Yeah, um but I could I could watch like a whole season of like Ward and Danny going across 100%. like East Asia. <laughs> Ward to me Ward was my favorite character of that show. Absolutely. Me and my yeah. sister talk about it all the time. All and we just wanted good things for him. He was so tortured. Oh. I wanted him to live his best life. I did. I did. Okay, and especially season two. I was like, I was oh, I wanted him to find a girl so bad. Like I wanted him to just like <laughs> settle down, have that good life where you can just like, you know, be happy, find somebody who fulfills you. Like I was I wanted all the good things for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like also, I think that um, having watched like, I mean, the only thing we had on Daredevil for so long was the Ben Affleck Daredevil, yeah. um, which is not, not a good movie. Um, um, I forget, I forget the name of the song that's in it when Electra is like cutting down all the sandbags and stuff, but it was, it's like the biggest meme song of all time. Um, it's going to kill me. Uh, I want to say the song's like Wake Me Up or yes. I, it might not be called is it called that? Yes. By um I don't think it's called Wake Me Up. It's called uh oh. Save Me, I believe. I don't mm. I know it's by Evanescence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a like the song was probably super cool when it happened, but like now Yeah. Um and then also like the girl that plays or the woman that plays Electra in Daredevil is Jennifer is a Garner? super no, not not in uh, not in oh, the movie, but Elodie the new Young. one. Oh, Young. Yeah, she's incredible. Super good, super yes, good. Absolutely. Liked her in uh, Defenders too. I really liked Defenders. Agreed. Yes. Um, she's. Um, yeah. I like that. But I mean, top tier scene was like the scene where they're fighting in the boardroom, mm-hmm. and, and she just comes um, out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And then, um, I mean, I really liked when like uh, what was it? Danny like goes in and he starts like beating everybody up, and then like Luke Cage shows up. So good. <laughs> so good but all the hallway fights are good but that those that show was fun because it was just an amalgamation of the things coming together and i know that sounds oversimplified but when you watch it happen and that another thing i feel like the universe does so well is it rewards you for watching all the things you know you get invested and it's like okay we're invested we've laid the groundwork we've done all this build up and here you go have your glorious fight scene (laughs) with all the cool moves and the you know and uh and (laughs) and that means that rosario dawson is uh the nick fury of the defenders absolutely she is (laughs) yeah absolutely She, she brings them all together which i thought she was great um agreed one of my one of my favorite scenes i don't remember the exact scene like beat for beat but where they actually like i think like the um i'm, I'm getting two franchises uh marvel has the hand right the hand is yes. the bad uh, mm-hmm. okay for some reason i always think of the foot which is like ninja turtles <laughs> which that i mean the foot is based on the hand that's so <laughs> but, funny um, <laughs> <laughs> but um oh. yeah so it it's uh it it does get confusing but when they kidnap or it might not even be the foot that or the hand there i go again <laughs> it might not even be the hand that kidnaps somebody kidnaps rosario dawson's character mm-hmm. and then like daredevil comes to save her mm-hmm. 
And it's one of the better scenes of the whole show. Is this like her they... realizing that like, basically they're like trying to figure out like what's going on. And uh, Rosario Dawson knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And so. And this was in Defenders or this is in Daredevil? No, this was in a uh, very early Daredevil. Gotcha. Like one of, one of maybe like, is it the, the first half of the first season where they scale the hospital wall and she's like in there and is it that one is um, it right after that no that i think that's a little bit later in the show um so i'm, I'm trying to think of like when exactly it is but um i love her character just because she's she's that grounding realist you know, um, when, yeah, when yeah. Matt gets so caught up in his mission and the righteousness of it, she's like, bro, <laughs> she just kind of brings <laughs> him back down. She's like, you're also human and you're going to bleed to death, bleed into, you know, die of internal bleeding if you don't chill. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it was the Russian mafia that kidnapped her. It was in. um Uh, it doesn't say what episodes it's in. This is supposed to be like <laughs> what the wiki of <laughs> of Marvel. Of Marvel, it should show me what episode it is. Cool. Um, I but do it know isn't. The guys. Oh, it's uh, Daredevil season one, episode four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. You're good. You're good. I was getting off on a tangent. <laughs> uh, no. Daredevil uh, what were you going to say? I don't remember. But I do know that I love that show a lot, and yeah. I love I love that the way that they brought in the Punisher as his oh, equal yeah. and opposite. You know, oh, like, that's one thing I haven't uh, even seen. There's a Punisher show, yeah. right? Oh man, I haven't even watched it. Oh, buddy, you should definitely watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna have to check that out. I I haven't even watched it. Like, highly ever. recommend. Um, I liked him in in Daredevil. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, another great scene in Daredevil too is in uh, season three, when um, Bullseye shows up. He's like fully kitted out in the Daredevil like outfit, mm-hmm. and he shows up in the office. Yes. Um, oh and, yeah. Uh, the scene great. where he like throws one of the little like night sticks at yeah, Foggy, yeah, yeah. and like uh, Matt just catches it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like inches from his face. It's such a cool scene. <laughs> Um, that and he's whole like back in his old outfit and great. stuff. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, Bullseye was a cool character. His I, origin episode. Man, oh yeah. I don't know yeah. that there's a better. Mm, be it's, hard pressed to find me a better episode of television than that because. Mm-hmm. I I I thought that like Wilson Fisk's was a really good episode. I know. So did like, I. His origin story. Yeah. But like the bullseye one was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I, really I was good. pleased with that one. I I do have like a one like bright spot in um, the Ben Affleck Daredevil was mm-hmm. Colin Farrell as Bullseye. Oh yeah, like He's great. He he was just so crazy and like yeah. um, like he just shows up <laughs> and just starts like yeah. throwing things at people. Yeah. Isn't the there peanut like scene oh, on the plane? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the the lady that's like snoring on the yeah, plane yeah, or something? Yeah. Is that, <laughs> yeah. He just comes in. I, I want to say like in that movie, he is like Irish and he's coming from mm-hmm. Ireland. <laughs> like to it's so it's so crazy. Um, yeah. I like at the end when he's like locked up and he like kills that fly too. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 yeah. But 
the the one thing that I thought was super cool about that one mm. was like he's legit thrown off that he misses Daredevil. Mm. Like uh, he he throws something at him and misses, and it's like the first time he's ever missed. Interesting, and I feel like and because in the Daredevil show, correct me if I'm wrong, like Bullseye, he had all the research on him, like he knew everything about him. Oh yeah, going yeah, in. yeah. So he, you know, he was prepared in that way, I guess. But yeah, so and and I think there's times where like he misses in mm-hmm. this show, and it doesn't really throw him off in the same way that like, I mean, it's implied that he can miss, but yeah. it's not very often. Yeah. But like in the movie, it just like totally like threw him off his game, and he got rattled. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> but I like their. I know they yeah. they didn't want to mimic exactly, but I did like the way that they depicted his blindness in the movie. Um, oh yeah that was super cool yeah they did it a little differently in the show and i liked the movie one better um but i mean obviously they didn't want it to be identical like you can't you know really yeah 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 that um yeah and i i think it's cool that like he can just like see (laughs) and then like i mean they don't really make like a big i mean besides when he's like pretending to be blind Mm -hmm. but um I mean, he is blind, but obviously, yeah, yeah. like, he's pretending not to be enhanced. Yes. But um, they kind of, like, don't draw a ton of attention to it, except when, like, there's a big reveal, and he's like, I'm Daredevil. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, there's that one scene where he tells Karen that he's Daredevil. Oh, man. And, uh, mm. yeah. Karen, Karen is, like, one of the better characters of the show too. she definitely grew on me because in the beginning i'm like karen are you serious <laughs> but she she did grow on me a lot i really like um her relationship with frank castle a lot um yeah i i really like that angle um and and you know frank doesn't trust anybody but this woman stuck his neck out and he's gonna he's gonna trust her and i think they did a really good job humanizing him through her character um right and so i really i enjoy their relationship yeah, and I, and I think a lot that, of that, as the kids say, <laughs> <laughs> and I think a lot of it comes back to like, um, and, and it's crazy that like, I, it's been a while since I've seen the show, especially like season two, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's ever brought up, but you can see, I mean, Karen obviously like seems to be like a compassionate person, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like how she's introduced in the show, where I think they murder like the person that she went out on a date with like or or like her boyfriend or something gets murdered in the in one of the when they first meet her and they're defending her um and so like that's almost like the same thing that she's doing with um with Frank Castle and I don't know if it's ever brought up in the show but it seems like a really cool like parallel between like why she would do that and why she would stick her neck out for him is because she was in a situation where she was innocent or yes. not, it wasn't as it seemed. It wasn't her, and, and she was getting blamed and, for it. Yeah, yeah, and especially that like Matt and Foggy didn't necessarily see that. Yeah, because like they were too busy like trying to get their doing, firm off the ground and just wanted yeah, to, yeah being being avocados at law. Avoc- Listen, okay. So <laughs> when we like I said, we we've met people. When we met Charlie Cox, I wore a T-shirt that said avocados at law. I sure did. I sure did. Yeah. There's a there's a place that I used to drive by almost every day when I would go into work before the quarantine. And um 
it, it was uh, it was actually like avocados. Right, at right. <laughs> yeah. And so I would always think like avocados. Avocados. At yeah. <laughs> Same. Every time I see one. <laughs> living in living in the greater Houston area, you see a lot of you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, but man. um. We've we've definitely gone over an hour, which is our typical like hey. run time. But no, that's cool. Uh, I'm I'm when it go over, when it goes over an hour, typically the subject is like something uh, we're really into. So you know, <laughs> um, yeah, just a little bit. I only but, like it a little bit. Yeah, we we uh, on on the podcast. Uh, I don't know how much you've listened to. We we vacillate between like hating Marvel and loving Marvel. I mean. Um, I'm more I like I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm more like less happy about like what it's done to the film industry as a whole. How <laughs> um, so? Like what's your more more like the um I, I I truly think that like based off of the success of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that it's caused like um other franchises to try to attempt the same thing agreed and so everybody's just attempting to make like what they're it's making. like the western essentially we're experiencing yes. what the western did yeah. where yeah. like everything was a western yeah and um and i think eventually that'll sort of and i think it is dying down a little bit mm-hmm. but for a while it was just like everything is like a superhero movie and everything's yes. a universe now yes and like yeah. um which marvel did it a little bit more organically mm-hmm. um and and they were kind of the first people to do it right and so like i it's don't necessarily game. like yeah i don't i don't fault them you no. know but at the same time like they've created you know like they say like don't uh don't hate the player hate the game yes but like they invented the game too they did, they did. <laughs> i can see that so though. it does seem like everybody's just trying to chase what they have rather than finding the next thing to do um, which I mean, hey, if you know, success repeated is success. So I yeah, mean. yeah, exactly. And and I think like DC kind of came worse off because of it. Yeah, they no, they did. And they, um, yeah. And then they tried to do like um, the dark, the the Warner Brothers dark right, universe, the monsters universe with the mummy, yeah. and Dracula. Which uh, the um. Legendary's MonsterVerse, mm-hmm. which is like Godzilla and Kong, I like that one. Fairly successful. I, I, I think I think that's the one that's like had the most success and like I can see that. doing. Which I mean, it's just like kaiju. So like, I mean, it's right. not that. If hard you're into to, monster fights, you're into monster. Yeah, fights. I'm yeah. I'm super excited for like Kong versus Godzilla. There you go. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailer. For, have you seen the trailer for it? Um, no, I haven't. I saw a movie poster where they were comparing the size of Kong. Because supposedly yeah. he was a baby on Skull Island, and now he's like grown, you know. Right, right. Because the movie I think takes place like in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so like they even mention it in the movie. They're like, um, he's or I think they say like he's kind of, he's big, but like he's not as big as like he could be something else. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's growing. Like, yes. I think uh, John C. Riley, who's in the movie and is great in the movie. Um, he's says, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's going to get bigger and now he's bigger. Now so, bigger. um, but I, the one thing that I'm not looking forward to about that movie is I think they're going to go like in the Batman V Superman direction okay. where it's like, Oh, um, we're, we're not friends and we're fighting and now we're friends. And I, I, I truly gotcha. think Mecha Godzilla is going to show up in the movie Got you. and they're going to fight against Mecha Godzilla. 
I see. It's just gonna they're gonna have to team up because the enemy of my enemy makes us friends or whatever, however that works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're not <laughs> one, I don't think they're gonna kill Godzilla. I don't think Toho would let um, them kill Godzilla. Um I don't see that. And then I don't think they're gonna kill Kong because he's only had one movie. <laughs> and there's there's also more fair. stuff they could get. Yeah. They haven't even like truly gotten like a King Kong movie Mm-mm. on the same basis as like the original Kong story, which yeah, is yeah. where they bring him to New York and all that. Right. So yeah, I'm, I guess I'm interested if maybe they're going to try to tie that into it because they are bringing him, but for a different reason. And um, somebody did joke that um, that King Kong and, and Godzilla are going to fight until they both realize that they're both their parents' name is Mothra. <laughs> that's funny yeah so um, this I, is so random but like, my um i had a friend who had a it's like an like cause i played D and am i dm sometimes and i have a friend who we were setting up setting up a new campaign and he brought a basically monster fight kaiju game and it was like role play kaiju kind of thing and like oh, you wow. had little tokens that you moved and you destroyed buildings and you like used your pal oh it was crazy so like you could it's have kinda, a it's kind of like fight. i guess rampage the board game essentially yes yeah yeah but that, yeah. that's awesome sorry that was no, that, that, that's really cool tangentially related <laughs> no uh one thing that i i do really find interesting about um which i mean i would recommend like you watch i mean if you're interested in that universe watch the uh the kong versus godzilla because there's this there's this scene that i'm very interested in where it seems like um kong has a new weapon that okay. like i've never seen kong use a weapon before yeah i don't feel like and the weapon do. is like an axe it's it's very like Stormbreaker in my opinion. Okay. Like there's there's a scene in the trailer that's very like Stormbreaker. Is it like a summon lightning um, and stuff? No, no. Essentially, what it does is it the which rewatching the trailer, the the axe or the hammer or whatever is made from like this huge like almost like a tree. I'm assuming because of how big Kong is. Okay. It's made of a tree that has a scale like one of um. Godzilla's like fins on the back the spikes that he has okay tied to it and so because it's a it was a part of Godzilla it can absorb his like nuclear beam that he shoots interesting okay and so one of the coolest scenes of the trailer or one of the cool shots is there is a uh, they're in a city Mm -hmm. and um which the way it's lit up and everything it appears that it might be like Tokyo or something okay um I'm not good with like you know, cities, <laughs> um, of like telling which ones they are. It just seemed like it had more colorful lights than like an American city. Okay. And so, um, Godzilla is like shooting his beam and like Kong is jumping through the air and like absorbing it and like crashing down on him. And it creates this explosion. It's super cool, <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm very interested as to how it will end because most, all, all the other three movies have been really good in my opinion. And um, I just don't want him to turn and do like a, a Batman v Superman yeah. type thing. I want one of one, you know, two men enter, one man leaves. Like, yeah, absolutely. Type. We got to find out who's the champion here. Yeah, which we're not going to, but no. you know, <laughs> I'm I'm like ninety percent sure like they will both live at the end of the movie Probably. and they'll shake hands and fight <laughs> Mega Godzilla. 
<laughs> I could see that. I could see that because they definitely um, they, big movies like that have a hard time choosing sides, you know. Which is one of the. I mean, yeah. Backstepping, I guess, a little bit here. One of the things I really liked about Civil War is that both of the characters had the opportunity to take the kill shot, and neither. Of them oh yeah, hundred percent. And I thought that was great. They, you know, they both had the opportunity, but there was still some restraint there. They didn't do it, and ultimately, it was about you know the character and their their you know will and and um well and i thought i thought that captain america was gonna die in civil war like i was going in with the opinion that like that was was gonna happen yeah yeah i mean yeah it could have happened it was there they they had the moment for it for sure yeah yeah and then you think like they're gonna kill tony stark (laughs) yeah they would never do that ever Mm -mm, no no way Mm -mm. i like uh, (laughs) um i'm I'm getting off on another tangent again sure go for it (laughs) but uh one of one of the scenes that i really like besides like the ant-man like growing like into giant man oh yeah um that was oh it was so it was so great but uh one of my favorite (laughs) like little little nuggets from civil war is uh when he's going to shoot that little missile uh, iron man is he's gonna shoot that little missile at bucky and um I think Friday's like targeting systems are down and he like takes off his helmet. He's like, I'm going to eyeball it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like he's so, he's so like enraged yeah. that he's just like, like going to do anything. Screw it. I'm done. I'm doing it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. But, um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and wrap it up yeah. on this one. Cool. Um, I think we've talked about, Many of the things we could probably go on further. We could. Um, there's probably all kinds of things we could talk about. But um, thank you so much for yeah, for coming on, Rebecca. So I, I appreciate it. Thank um, you for having me. Do, yeah. Do Do you have anything like you want to? Do you have like a, a Twitter or an Instagram that you want people to follow? Or uh, I like, I do have a Twitter. If you If you really want to follow me, it's at Becca B E K A Operetta O P E R E T T A. I'm not on there that often, but if you want to talk movies, want to talk superheroes, I'm here for it. Hey, awesome. Uh, well, go follow her on Twitter if you want to. If not, I mean, I can't help you. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to. We're not forcing you to. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, don't forget to uh, like us on Facebook. Um, we're trying to put out more stuff on there and uh, leave us a review if you haven't. Give us five stars on iTunes because... Yeah. I don't know what that does, but it does something. So um, we'll we'll see what it does. Um, but uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.